Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 82 of the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers here, as always, with Megan Francis. And today we are continuing our discussion about taking photos and using photos and having photos taken of our families. Um, If you listened last week, we talked all about um, our own photography and having photos taken of our kids and just how to get great pictures of our family. And this week we're moving on into what to do with those pictures, specifically storing them, organizing them, turning them into something besides a storage issue on your phone. Can I, so, can I interject really quick here and say, yeah. I'm going to be mostly listening and nodding and taking notes during this one. Um, I know what I should do. Yeah. I know what I should be doing, but I don't always do it. So... <laughs> Well, and it changes all the time. This is such a moving target with technology. So we'll offer some, some tips and ideas. Um, and so if you haven't listened to last week, it's not a big deal. Um, but we are going to move right into kind of how we deal with the photos that we have. Um, and definitely I think it's a good listen to head back to episode 81. You can find that at the momhour.com or in your podcast feed, um, and hear the first part of this series. So Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. 
And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. So oh, pictures, right. pictures everywhere. Okay. Do you have your phone right there? I want to know how many pictures. Are oh, do I have to right share? Now. Yeah, mm-hmm, you do. Do you know what's sad? I can't even half the time find my camera app. I feel like it's just the icon is really ugly. You can't find your phone. Well, I but... also can hardly ever find my phone, but I feel like the app always, it's just not very attractive. The, the icon. And yeah. So like I have to hint around for it. Okay, I have 3,703 photos on here. Okay. I Is that have, a lot? Yeah, I think that's a lot. You probably have a lot of storage. And I also, uh, though, a lot of these are also on in the cloud, so I don't have yeah. to only access them here. But Right, um, which we're definitely going to get into. I have 1,360, which is kind of a lot, too. Also, I mean, the things I take pictures of, and you're probably the same, I take pictures of ridiculous things that I never you know, I'm going to need to keep. Yeah. Um, and I'll often oh. have, I mean, I'll often have like seven versions of one photo. So I really yeah. need to get better about deleting. And the other thing that yeah. I do is I do tons of screenshots. Yeah. So like, that's my quick way of, you know, like you and I, we communicate yeah. sometimes just in screenshots and I'll take pictures of something like sometimes I'll be not driving. I'll be safely parked yeah. and I'll snap a picture of my radio, like the, the song that's right. on and send it to someone, just stuff like that. So a lot of it isn't necessarily actually photos some of them are obviously mistakes where I accidentally took a selfie that's those are always hilarious I'm (laughs) deleting one right now actually it's terrible oh I have one of you Sarah with a hat your hat that exploded when we were in Denver um then you pulled it down over your face you don't want this picture I'm just gonna go ahead and delete this you don't want this just this letting you awesome. know right We're now. We're live. No, anyway. I do not want that picture. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, and then here's a okay. whole bunch of us try playing with the phone when we were trying to figure out how to do Facebook Live. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, my number one tip 
to just kick us off here, when terms in terms of dealing with storage issues on your smartphone, is be a ruthless deleter. Okay. And I do think I am a pretty I'm pretty good about deleting. Um, I try to delete often, early and often. So if I'm waiting in the school pickup line and I have my phone, I'll delete some pictures. Um, actually, I you do it a lot on airplanes if I don't have Wi-Fi because I have access to all the photos on my phone, and it's just sort of like a it's a mindless thing to do to get rid of, like you right. said, all the screenshots, all the pictures of where I parked my car, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. pictures of like my kid decided their sandwich looked like the shape of California and wanted me to take a picture of it, which happens like more than you would think. Um, so yes, d- delete early and often. Um, and if you listen last week, we kind of talked about always keeping in mind, what are the pictures that are going to be kind of fun and funny and meaningful and tell a story years down the line. And I think that helps you be a little bit more of a ruthless deleter. Like you don't need eight pictures of the same thing. And I do that a lot too. Often it's just to get the best shot. I will take a whole bunch in a row, but, um, early and often deleting, I think is, helps you not get into too much trouble later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the cloud because there's so many ways to do this. So how do you, how are your photos on your phone getting elsewhere these days? So we, um, have Google photo and, so they don't go there right away. I don't actually know what the time lapse is. It does give you a little bit of time to hurry up and delete stuff <laughs> before it sinks. Um, I want to say it's like every 24 hours it sinks. I think, well, if it's the same as the way I use Google Photo, for me, I have to open the Google Photo app and be on a wireless network. Oh. And, then it, and then it will back up. So, hmm. um, yeah, so so I do that periodically. Didn't mean to cut you off, but no, that's um, okay. Well, probably you're probably settings. correct. I was, I was saying some stuff that's wrong. Um, no, there might be different, different settings too. So yeah. Well, going. that's, so that's mine. And it, it goes to Google photos, which I love because Google photos does fun stuff. Like, um, if you have a bunch of pictures that are similar, it will arrange those pictures into an animated GIF often. Yep. It'll add fun little features like hearts and I don't know, just fun stuff. And it makes it, I really enjoy using my computer. I am, yes. I am more on my computer than I am on my phone. I will agree with that. Usually I'm the other way, but with photos, I absolutely would prefer to be on my computer. So it's just nice to have them just show up on my computer and I don't have to like email them to myself, which I used to do before I had that, or I have to go jump through all these hoops. There you are. They have an editing um, feature in there. It's not super robust, but for stuff that's really simple, I have found that it's plenty often. It's just the built-in service. So I don't know. Those are all the reasons I like that. I know there are other options. I know we have plenty of options when we... Yeah. Well, I made the note of a couple options, but let's stay on Google photos for a second because I'm also a big fan and I think they're getting better and better. I love Google, you know, Google is on top of it when it comes to updating and having new features. So just when something bugged me about it, um, then it would be available or it would be improved. Um, I, I searched Christmas in my Google photos the other day because Google is search, you know, search is their thing. Right. And right. it is smart enough to bring up pictures that have like Christmas trees or Santa Claus. It's creepy in them sometimes with, how smart it is. Right. Yeah. Like, and you, and it has facial recognition, which so does. Um, so the other two that I mentioned were Amazon photos or Apple's iCloud. And so I think whatever kind of cloud backup, and then I'm sure there are other ways to automatically backup and other great places to store your photos. But those are kind of the three main ones that I can think of. Um, just to back up a little bit, if people listening aren't, just aren't familiar with this stuff at all. Google photos is obviously Google's, 
you know, photo platform, but it's also an app for your phone. Um, I have an iPhone, so I can find all my pictures in the normal iPhone photos app. Um, but right next to it, I keep Google photos. And when I open Google photos, there's a setting that if you want it to automatically back up and sync your device, it connects to your Gmail or your Google account. So if you have a Gmail or any kind of a Google account, and then like Megan said, when you go to on the computer, it's just photos.google.com is what I go to. Yeah. Um, then everything is there. And like Megan said, all the bells and whistles, one thing it will do that's nice is, um, like we went to an art festival last weekend and Google was smart enough to figure out that since I took a whole bunch of pictures in a relatively short amount of time at one location, it will put all of those into an album and it'll say, it called it Saturday afternoon in Laguna beach. <laughs> like it didn't yeah. know we were at the sawdust festival, but it saw that we spent Saturday afternoon you know, in one place. And, and then you can choose to like ignore that and it won't do anything else. Or you can choose to save that as an album, um, and keep things together. And then, yeah. Um, another fun thing that Google photos did, I was with my mom a few weeks ago and we were seeing a really old family friend and she was asking about my brother because she had not seen him since he was a kid. And she said, do you have any pictures of him? And I pulled up Google photos on my phone and just went to the faces and clicked on my brother's face. <laughs> and I don't even take that many pictures yeah. of my brother or with him, but the few that I had from the last couple years were right there. So I, I just feel like, and I know iCloud, um, iPhoto also has facial recognition and, and I'm sure that these other, but I just love how smart it's getting. So I feel like even if you don't have a perfect storage or organizational system, the technology is catching up so that we almost don't have to be as disciplined at, at organizing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's all right there. Yeah, I totally agree. And it takes, you know, it also right now I do have 3,700 and some, some, I just deleted a whole bunch, but, <laughs> um, pictures on my phone. But once this, I do have a ton of storage, but once the storage starts to bog down, the nice thing is I can just get rid of all of them because yeah. they're all going to be in Google Photos. So there's really not any pressure for me to really hold on to pictures on my phone. Yep. I don't have to go through and delete, you know, 3,000 pictures. Um, it's easier to do it, I find, rather than going through one at a time and deleting. I, I like doing it again on the computer if I'm going to do like a mass delete. So I do right. try to stay with it when I'm on my phone, but if I don't, if stuff slips through the cracks you have another chance when it gets yeah. onto Google. So, and when it's, when it's one of those cases where you've taken five or six pictures because you really do want the best shot. Yeah. I think that is easier to look at on the computer. So I won't, you know, I'm, I try to go through on my phone more often than not to delete the things I know I won't keep, but then, yeah, just like you said, once they're on the computer, it's a little bit easier. Um, and, and also you get to see them big. That's the other thing I will say. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm going to share something and, um, and any kind of, uh, I don't know, venue where it's yeah. going to be a big picture. I like to see the way it's going to look when I'm right. choosing between three options. Say, I want to see how it's going to look big right. and not just on my phone. So that is another reason I like that. Um, right. I don't know if you know the answer to this, Sarah, but do you happen to know whether photos um, count toward your Google Drive if you limit storage? Up, if you upload at their optimized size, you have unlimited storage, I believe is how it works. Okay. So unless you were trying to, so they will optimize the size for you and it's high quality, but it's not Super probably, yeah. it's not probably the original file size. Um, so I actually have a small paid Google storage plan. So do I actually, it's two bucks. It's, yes. I think month. I'm on the same plan. Yeah. Um, so I, and I feel like they have changed, they keep changing the parameters of what's included and what's unlimited. Um, but I believe it tells me like when I'm uploading that as long as everything is at their optimized file size, that it's unlimited storage. I don't think it does count toward 
your okay. Start. And there have been times before when we've needed for a client thing or something to upload yeah. raw photos. And yeah. I don't mind paying the two bucks because I use Google's services for a lot of stuff. Like yep. I use, you know, um, docs and all that stuff too. So yep. it's nice just to have the available $2 a month, totally worth it. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um, well, I was going to kind of move into organizing the photos that you have, assuming you've gotten them to the cloud or to your computer, but we've sort of almost touched on that with how, how easy it's getting to find pictures. But let's say I'm going to maybe tell about how I used to do it about two or three years ago. Um, and that was kind of creating groups of photos or albums. I was using iPhoto on my Mac for a long time, but you can do that with a number of programs. Um, I think I guess if you have a goal to get organized with the photos that are on your computer, I would, like we talked about, I would decide how you're going to back up going forward first, whether that's iCloud or Google photos or Amazon photos, um, and get that. It's almost like we get tempted to go back and start organizing old photos from the very beginning. And like, I'm going to get it all organized. It's like, I'm going to make a baby book for my eight year old or whatever. And number one, first word. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Number one, it's very easy to get distracted when you start looking at old pictures. It's like the ultimate rabbit hole. Yes. Um, And And then you, then you wake up like three days later and you're like, what was I doing again? I was supposed to be doing something. Look at this picture of my baby. Um, But number two, it's so overwhelming because the, the least organized parts of our photo lives are probably you know, the ones that we haven't dealt with in a long time, whether it's a trip we went on and we never really got, went through them. So, um, I guess I would encourage people to start with the current situation and get really happy with like what we just talked about. Um, however you're backing up and storing your photos on a regular basis and then just kind of start small. I do with Google photos. I do. If we take a trip, I like to actually go through and create an album in Google photos and just be a little bit more intentional about which pictures I put in there. Um, having an album also then lets you share that album, which I will do not for everything, but if we, you know, like a vacation or, Christmas or something. I'll probably share that with the relatives. So, um, just like we talked about last week, learning the camera that you have, learn the system that you choose and learn how it can help you organize and just start small. And I would start with the most recent because it's, I think that's easier than going back and and saying, gosh, darn it. I'm going to, you know, organize all of my digital photos from 2001 forward. It's just, it's just not going to happen. It is. And it's too much. And you know, like when you were saying before about how Google makes it so easy now, it reminds me of like, I don't know, 10 years ago when everyone was, everyone was coming up with all these inbox zero ways to get Mm -hmm. there. And like, you know, all these different filing systems and folder systems. And at the time that I had, you know, fairly recently started using Gmail and I was like, well, you guys, if you just use Gmail, you, you can just search. For stuff yeah. and it comes yeah. up and I just decided to let the search function be my organizing system and yeah. the more I tried to like add in folders and bother with that the more confused I would get and then it was like work like every time I did something I had to remember okay what's the system now where do I put this and I don't think it really saved me time in the end so right. I sort of just I just bypassed all that now and I just I it groups them by date anyway yep an event them by date an event and if you have and location- that's usually how I'd be looking uh-huh. Yeah. So, and if you have location services turned on with your photos, um, 
then it will find locations for you. It has facial recognition to find faces. Um, the only thing I will go back to my number one tip about deleting, even if you have unlimited storage, it's just very cluttered to have a it bunch is. of pictures in Absolutely. there that you don't want. And the, the more often you do that, just the better, the better off you'll be. Um, and the other tip I would offer is make sure that the date stamp on your camera, if you're, if you're uploading from yes. a digital camera is correct because iPhones and smartphones are usually going to be correct because they are connected to the greater, the greater reality of time and space. Right. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's easy to have a wrong date stamp, even if you're off by a day or 12 hours. Yeah, I have really had times up. where I'm trying to, if we've had a big trip or a big event where I'm trying to consolidate pictures from my phone and my camera and it's, it can drive you crazy because Google wants to put them chronologically, but your, your DSLR's timestamp is like 12 hours off and you can't get it to, so the iPhone pictures and the camera pictures are all off. So, um, that, that will help you if, if your settings are correct to make sure the time and date stamp is correct on there. But yeah, I think we're moving to where you don't have to have a million folders and do all of that yourself as long as you're reasonably up to date with, yeah. you know, as long as your camera is not set to 2003, that is a very right. important distinction. Um, no, I was going to add something on Google photos because I just started using the, um, one thing I have had trouble with is when I want to put pictures from my DSLR into Google photos, I felt like I've had two steps. And I think that's because I did not have a little like extension or an app called, I think it's called like Google photos uploader, desktop uploader. So I just oh, got okay. that. Um, and that is what I believe will make it easy to go from my big camera to Google photos. I was having to kind of like import and then upload, like it was fine. It was just two steps. And I feel like with Google, I expect more than two steps. Now with your, so, with your digital camera, do you have to use a mini, um, you know, HD drive or do you, is it wireless? It's not wireless. The updated versions of my camera are wireless. I use the cord. I connect in oh, with the, a with cord. like a, Yeah. So I just connect a little, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just connect my camera with a cord to my computer. Huh. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think the new ones are all wireless. So yeah, I, I, we haven't bought a new camera in a while. So my, yeah, mine is about five years old, I think. So, um, okay. Well, I, did I cut you off? Are you going to No, I was off? just going to say, you know, we, we definitely need to make sure we talk about, um, physical photos. Which yes. Is... Well, okay. So that's what I was going to move on to is doing stuff with these photos. And that includes printing or the photo, but let's first talk about the, the printed photos we already have in albums. Is that where you, where you were? Yeah. Going? Because much like your comment that you can't now go back in time and suddenly reorganize all the pictures on your hard drive from when yeah. your, you know, eight year old was a baby. It's also fairly difficult <laughs> to do that with physical photos. But I will say, um, I got so tired of having like, I had, for example, wedding photos that had uh -huh. um, like five copies. For some reason, right. whoever had them developed decided to make multiple copies of each role because, I don't know, just in case, I guess. And at the time, it was one of those things where we had like a digital or a, a disposable camera on every table. Yep. And then some kids got a hold of them. Yep. And so I have picture after picture after picture of feet and yeah. centerpieces. And I mean, and they're terrible pictures. They're disposable cameras. It was really more for the fun of people taking yeah. the pictures. So... I did go through, um, now I haven't moved all of our pictures out of boxes yet, but I did go through a very important first step, which is to go through and just throw some away. Throw them and away. And I felt bad doing it because, I mean, throwing away a physical picture, there's so much more of a, ugh, like moment. 
Yeah, than but just don't you deleting. Feel like we've just been trained to think that. Yeah, like, like they're a, more. Like, well, there's fewer of them, and they're a little more precious because they're yeah. the only ones you have, and like they're you know you didn't take as many, and not as many turned out well, you know. But just being able to take, and I was able to whittle it down from like three shoe boxes full of just pictures from one year to like let you know a, a not even very full one, and now I can look at that. I actually got almost all of them in through with Jacob being like four into albums and then realize the albums don't hold on to the pictures. They're like the sliding kind. Oh yeah. And if you move it too fast, all the pictures fly out. Oh no. So, yeah. Uh, but at least now they're in order and they're organized and it won't be that big of a job to now take that book buy a better one yeah. and just move them over that first yeah. part. And it took me like the better part of a weekend. Sometimes you just have to dig in, but yeah. honestly the physical version of deleting, just throwing away, throwing had away. To, it had to happen. It had I, to happen. I, I, I really like, I want to do that as soon as we stop recording. That's like, sounds so satisfying to me. I could yeah. procrastinate all the other things I need to do today and just start purging old photos. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's, that's so good. And I was going to say about the whole putting in order or putting in albums. Um, I, this is, I'm a firm believer in like, don't let perfect be the enemy of good in this particular case. Like if photos are in a box loose, and you just make the step of like making two piles, like pre yeah. pre-marriage and post-marriage or like pre-kids and post-kids and slide those puppies into an album or just a slightly better box. Like something yeah, better box. Better. Something I mean, there are nice photo nothing. box that have like that where yeah. the pictures all stand up and there's like dividers. And yeah. honestly, when I look at the way um, my family consumes photos or the way yep. we use photos, everyone... It's not all the time. It's like once in a yeah. while we'll pull them out and everyone sits down and they just want to rifle through them. And as long as they don't, as long as there's not too much cross-contamination going on, like stuff from one box is ending up in another box yeah. or, and things like that, I really don't care if they're in a no. book. Um, no. Sometimes there's too many pictures from one era or event to really even get them into a book and yeah. have it tell the whole story. Yep. So I don't mind the boxes at all. I just, I, for me, it was like we were really carrying around like different sized boxes. Like there'd be a yeah. one big box, like a one big shoe box and the little photo box. And I, ha I had to get it under control. Um, and also I'm, I'm concerned about safety. Boxes are really easy to stick in a corner of the basement and, and lose. Uh -huh. And I'm a little worried about things like mildew and, yeah, you know, moisture and stuff. So that's becoming yeah. more of a concern as they get older and older. I f keep forgetting yeah. like. Jacob's baby pictures are almost 20 years old now. Yeah. So I need yeah. to start taking better care of them. For a long time, it was like, oh, that's just temporary. Right. I'll get them in, a, in an album. And I think reality is some are going to end up in albums and, and some won't. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. 
Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. We are welcoming back Ritual as a sponsor today. Megan, we both try to make healthy choices, but you know, sometimes it's tricky to sort through fact and fiction when it comes to supplements and vitamins to figure out just what they're doing for us. That's why I'm glad Ritual keeps studying their products and sharing the results, especially as it relates to women, since women are the focus of all Ritual's products, including the Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. And the results are super reassuring. Just as an example, Ritual conducted a university-led clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin, and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin is made with high-quality and traceable key nutrients in clean, bioavailable forms with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. Plus, they are leading the industry when it comes to sustainability. They use lower carbon packaging and prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients. That kind of thoughtfulness really matters to me. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash the mom hour. Start Ritual or add the Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash the mom hour for 25% off. Yeah, I think an album is just one way to do it. And and that's actually true for both physical prints and digital. Like albums and photo books are awesome, but it doesn't have to be the only way. And it's not all or nothing, just yeah. like every other system. Um, so what about printing and doing stuff with our more recent digital photos? Um, do you print prints ever? Or I does do. anybody in your family? Probably about once a year. It's usually right around the holidays when I'm making like a photo album for John's mom or something like that anyway. Like I'll, while I'm doing that, I'll think, you know what? I should just go select a few dozen pictures and have them printed out, have copies mm-hmm. made. I will say often a, fo- a picture that looks really great on your phone or on your computer doesn't really look as good printed. There's mm. something about the lighting sometimes that's a little off or, you know, it's grainy looking. Even really pictures mm-hmm. that I think are pretty high quality don't always translate as well. But it's nice just to have them. And, um, you know, we have pictures and frames. But I also have areas of the house where I just – it's like it's a little less uh, intense or like, I don't know, a little less formal. I'll just mm-hmm. slap a picture I think is cute mm-hmm. on – a little ledge where I have a place to put them or on the yeah. fridge or whatever and let it, let it hang there for a few months. And if I have another yeah. backup copy and that one gets yucky, it can go in the trash. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, no, I totally agree. A couple things. Uh, oh, first I was going to ask, do you have a favorite place that you print photos or is it just wherever's? I usually convenient? go to Walgreens cause I can have it picked up in like 24 hours and this is yeah. almost always a last minute project, but I've used, yeah. um, tiny, is it tiny prints? Tiny prints or Shutterfly. I think, I think I've used Tiny Prints yeah. before, and that's good. Yeah. Um, if, I, Costco, if I have the luxury of waiting. If um, if you're a Costco member, Costco is pretty well known for quality um, quality price ratio, meaning like pretty good, very good quality for um, a good price on their photo prints. And they're also ready in an hour. I just never want to go to Costco. We're members yeah. and we go, but it's not as easy as running in and out of Walgreens. So that does sometimes uh, – prevent me from doing there, but they do have really, and they have all the sizes. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure the other places do too, but Costco's just set up for such large scale projects that, um, I've been very happy with the quality of prints there. And there's also a setting, which you reminded me when you say they sometimes look different lighting wise. Um, it took me a while to learn that Costco has like an auto touch setting that if it defaults to auto touching your photos, but 
if you're like me and you've already kind of put some thought into which photos look good because they are already the way I want them to look, I really don't want them to auto touch or auto fix my photos. Um, and so I finally learned to uncheck that box at Costco and it made a huge difference in the prints that were coming home. They were looking darker and they weren't looking like exactly like you said, what I was yeah. seeing on my screen. And so I figured out that setting. So, um, another thing I like not to be a Costco commercial. I know not everybody even has an option for membership in their area, but, um, they will make prints and then send them to whoever you want. And you could do that through tiny prints or shutterfly. And so I do that for our grandmas, like the, you know, the ones who aren't on text all the time, I can't just send them, um, you know, a text with pictures of the kids as easily. Um, so I will maybe two or three times a year, um, just, print them from my computer to Costco and then Costco sends them to my grandma. I never have to go anywhere. That's and it's nice. like the, the processing fee is like $2. It's totally worth it. It's not they, like a Do big... they mail them to her or? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Them. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know at Walgreens I can have it set for someone else to go pick them up at a different yes, location. I, a long time ago I did that for my grandma. I remember yeah. that too, but she doesn't even do her own errands anymore. So right. yeah. So Costco will mail them and I'm sure, I'm sure other places will too, but that's a really nice gift um, for any, any family members who aren't as, digitally savvy or who aren't on social media and aren't maybe seeing pictures of your family in the ways that you're sharing them with others. Um, I think that's such a, just a nice thing to receive prints in the mail. So the reason I got in the habit of doing those yearly print, you know, sessions is that we started making photo books as gifts. And I actually, I'm thinking I might just start making them for myself too, because it's nice to have something simple to put on a shelf and it's, you know, the photo is in the picture or in the yep. paper. So it's not going to fall out. And, yep. you know, it might not be archival quality. It might not last forever. But for now, you have something that you can put on the coffee table that shows your last year. And that's nice. I think I, sometimes we're too uptight about how we do this stuff. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like a thousand percent agree. I have started doing them for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I love about making the photo books is that they're there if it's a website that's going to be around for a while, if it got lost or damaged the book itself, you've already made the digital copy and you could order it again. Yeah. So that, that makes me feel really good. So, um, I've just, my learning curve with making photo books has been to not take it too seriously and spend so much time. For some reason I can, takes me a long time to make a photo book and I just need to learn to like, well, cause you can endlessly customize it, but really you don't need to. They already have a template to. made. It, just let that, just let it go. It's so happy. <laughs> it's so fun to get that in the mail. Like you said, and have it on your shelf. Um, yeah. I wanted to mention chat books, which has gotten really popular lately. And I kind of held off on trying them because I don't know, cause I'm trend averse and for whatever yeah, reason, no, but we both are, they are it's straight. You would not like this because it's straight <laughs> from your mobile phone. Um, so it's, it's works really well for people who do a lot of mobile phone photos and specifically like Instagram or Facebook. I don't post pictures to Facebook hardly ever, but I am a big Instagram user as you guys know. And so chat books, the app on my phone connects to my Instagram. I'm not kidding you guys. It takes like four minutes to make a photo book. And I have made some from the last, I went actually back to, so 2014, 2015 and 2016, and you can choose to have the captions printed, which I did not because sometimes, and you're not, you don't have to choose every photo. So I'm just, right. I just went through and I just, my criteria was like, Basically, I just want pictures of any combination of the five of us powers. So I didn't do anything with any other relatives or friends. Um, so every picture is of some combination of the five of us, one one person or five people. Um, 
And that kind of made it easy to select the ones I knew I wanted. And, um, oh my gosh, it was so easy. And the books are really cute. They're like eight by eight or even six by six. So they're a little bit smaller, but they have really high quality paper. And then just the kind of the artsy look of Instagram, you know, cause mm-hmm. I've throughout the year, my pictures have all different filters, black and white or this or that. Um, and you can choose to print the captions with it or not. Um, so if you, depending on, you know, how much info you put in there, you could, and the date, if you want, I chose to print mine without any, any other info. So it's just this, I'll, I'll, um, put a picture of my photo book in the so show. So I am familiar with this, with this concept of yeah. pulling from my, and I, I'm not opposed to it because even though I don't love doing things in my phone or necessarily on my phone that much, um, my Instagram photos do look better on a whole yeah. than most of my other photos. I guess my biggest question has always been, did like the filters and stuff look weird when they're on paper? I always wondered yeah. about that. Is it different from your little phone? Um, no. Okay. No, they look really nice. And um, I think because it's all Instagram, they all have the same kind of look. And that's probably partly, that's my look. That's sort of my yeah. Instagram style. But um, as a, they were all taken with an iPhone, because that's what you do when you use Instagram or or your, or your an Android phone. But um, so they were all taken with the same camera. And so they all are relatively the same quality. So if anything, I would say there's kind of a nice artistic uniformity, really. Okay. Um, and the, I, I upgraded, they're cheap. Like, I think they start at like eight bucks a book. I did upgrade to the hardcover. Mm -hmm. So if the basic would be a soft cover, like almost like you just flip through it. And, um, I think it was five bucks to upgrade to the hardcover. So this is not sponsored at all. And in fact, I was a little bit kind of suspicious just because it seemed like they were everywhere and it seemed too good to be true. But I, I'm like in my hands, I have the three that I have done and the ease, like compared to how long it takes me when I make a photo book on any other platform to how long this took me relative to the enjoyment factor is like amazing. Took me like five minutes and they're really cool. All right. Well, I'm downloading that app right now. See, I can be Sarah. I can be taught. I can, mobile I can try new things sometimes. Try new things. <laughs> um, just on the, while we're on the topic of books, I always hear great things about blurb. Have you yes, blurb I've heard great books? things about blurb. I, I don't, um, I haven't, but I've heard great things. I think it's more for really, when you really want to customize yeah. um, and they make beautiful quality books. Um, and then I use Shutterfly, which I think is like good. I, I've used Costco and Walgreens. Um, so I, th- I don't think it matters again, like everything else we've talked about doing something is going to make you happier than just wishing you had done something. Yeah, just start, you know, maybe yeah, the first book me- that you make is like a, is like a leaflet. It's like a 12 yeah. photo leaflet for um, your mother-in-law or something like that. And just try it and see. And maybe when you make one, make an extra for yourself. That's another yeah. thing that like sometimes it make them a little generic so that you can keep one and then you've done yep. something, you know, yep. anything yep. you do is better than like you said, like waiting for it to be perfect and having a week set aside to work on it, which come on, yeah. it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, and the more you do it, the, the, you know, the easier it gets and it's not so overwhelming and, you know, um, and like, like we talked about with the storage issue, I think technology is on our side. I think things are going to get easier, not harder. Yeah. I so, agree. um, just everything is faster and smarter. So it's fun to see these new, um, these new opportunities pop up with these different apps and stuff. I'm, I would love listener feedback on this. If you guys want to comment on the show notes for episode 82, um, and let us know if you have any great, you know, methods or apps or companies for printing and making photo books. Cause I feel like there's new ones out all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So gosh, did we cover everything? We covered about a lot. Storing yeah. and organizing. It kind of makes me want to Make store a and book. organize. I, yeah, I know. Does. I'm actually think as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go make a chat book. Cause I, now I really, I mean, 
we're still well by the time this is uh airs i think it's gonna be too late for the holiday this year yes yeah you can get on it for next year birthdays and or document your holiday yeah and do chat books like i feel like that was a treat for myself it was almost like a christmas present for myself because i'm the one taking the time with these instagram photos and kind of enjoying the process and so it was totally for me i actually hid them and i might give them to brian for one of his christmas presents but it's a lie it's really for me (laughs) so um, yeah, well, let us know what you think. Listeners go back and listen to episode 81. If you didn't catch it and we talk a lot more about photography there and then absolutely check out shoot along. Um, so it's shootalong.com slash the mom hour. And then the promo code to save $25 off their 2017 program is the mom hour. So we tried to make it easy on you. Um, and do that soon as of right now, as of this taping, that, um, promo code will expire because they would love to get people signed up for the beginning of 2017. Um, but head to the show notes. Cause if I get an update that that's extended, that's where I'll post it is in the show notes for episode 82. So we might be able to buy another week or two for you guys. So, yeah. but go there now, do go it to there now. Go to there now. Mama All right. Hour. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, when we next talk to you, it will be 2017. It will be. You're listening oh my in real time. So happy new year. And we will be back in your ears next week. See you then. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits in self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know I am fan number one of The Teas Made. It's got such a cozy vibe, and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines, and home and family life. Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts, or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes.